small talk really has a bad reputation because the name itself, small talk, causes it to be mistaken as insignificant or fake even. But let's make no mistake about it. Let's put this back in context. It is a conversation and it serves a function. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Have you ever found that small talk was always very difficult for you? And did you find that no matter how you, which angle you tried to approach it, that you just didn't know what to say, how to start a conversation and make small talk? Well, if that's you, then in this video, what I want to share with you is how to make small talk, some conversation starters that always work. First of all, I like my distinctions. It's really important to understand what small talk is and what it isn't, right? The whole term small talk. Let's talk about that. What is small talk? Small talk is conversation. It's a type of conversation, but it serves a social function. A lot of times we believe that small talk is just useless. It's very superficial, but make no mistake about it. It serves a function. It serves a social function. Now, small talk is not meant to offer valuable information. It's not meant to be the value exchange where you share your expertise or your intelligence or your best ideas. That's not the function of small talk. So that's why small talk by itself, by the, by the nature of it, small talk really has a bad reputation because the name itself, small talk, causes it to be mistaken as insignificant or fake even. But let's make no mistake about it. Let's put this back in context. It is a conversation and it serves a function. It is a social function, but more specifically, small talk is there to establish social bond and connection. So here's what you got to do if you want to be good at small talk, if you want to make small talk effectively so that you can make these connections with key individuals. The first thing, number one, is to check in with your mindset. Because here's the thing, if you approach small talk with the belief that it's going to be dull and pointless, it probably will. A lot of times we project our values into the world around us. And so therefore, we will always get what we focus on. So it's really important when you check into with your mindset, avoid dwelling on those negative thoughts. For example, oh, I'm so bad at small talk or I hate small talk. Avoid dwelling on those things because that which you focus on is where your attention will go and where your attention goes. That's also the outcome you're going to get. So understand that small talk is not superficial. It got a bad reputation because of its name, small talk. If you think about the the implications of small talk, it's actually quite huge. 
because small talk helps build the foundation for authentic conversations, and it helps build the foundation for deeper relationships down the road. So with that in mind, can you see the importance of small talk and that it's not so small after all? Because wouldn't you agree that a foundation is never small, it's never too small. Foundations are extremely important. It sets the tone of the relationship down the road. So most of the time, we think of small talk only when meeting someone for the first time. But it's not always like that. Small talk is not only for when you meet someone for the first time. Small talk is also there when you have met this person before or when you're working with this person, or maybe it's a distant family member. But at the same time, every time you meet, there's got to be some sort of segue into a deeper, more meaningful conversation. The small talk serves the purpose. It continuously builds that foundation. So that's why it's important, number one, to check in with your mindset so that you can approach it with this renewed sense of purpose. So would you agree? Let me hear from you. Comment below. Comment below and share with me. I agree. All you have to do is say, yes, I agree. If you agree that you're going to approach small talk differently from this day forward, then you can be better at it. Then you will see it in a different light and you'll approach it differently and it will produce the fruit that you are looking for, right? So step number one is to check in with your mindset. Step two is to craft your entrance. In any conversation, you enter that conversation. Small talk is a type of conversation. But when you enter that conversation, there's another person going to be in front of you. Or maybe it's a a small group of other people that you're building small talk with. No matter who it is or how many people are there, everyone has a frame around them, right? And the way to think about a frame is that you have this physical, invisible shield around you, right? You must have heard the term personal space, right? If someone's talking to you and they come closer to you, right? You kind of back up and you go, well, wait a minute, you're invading my my personal space, right? So this is analogous, is, is by analogy. It's similar to that, except in this case, the frame is not about the person's physical space is about the person's intellectual space. So it's different, right? When they say, don't invert and don't invade my space, they're referring to a physical space around them. In terms of a conversation for small talk, the small talk, it's about how you enter, not their physical space, but how do you enter their intellectual space? So that's why the first thing you say is your opening. It's also really key what you say, because that opens the door for you. So examine the most important thing to understand what do I say that is going to be effective. First and foremost, examine your shared context in the present. What is that shared context? Are you at a concert together? Are you at a meeting? Is it a convention? Is it the flea market? Is it a evening soiree or the ball? Right? What is the context in the present? And then you extend your first connection with the opening. And it's best if the opening is related to that current context. And don't worry when you are extending that line, don't worry about it being superficial. Because let's face it, wouldn't you agree? Let's face it. You both know that this is not going to be a deep discussion at this point. You know it's not going to be this conversation where you're going to share your deepest and your best ideas. Everyone knows that this is just a polite way to segue into a deeper, more meaningful conversation. Right? So this is why it, that mind, it goes right back to that mindset piece. See it in a different purpose and approach it this way. Check in with your mindset and then check what is the context of the situation. 
The third thing, the first third step then is now to convey something about you. Once you have once you have conveyed the opening, immediately follow your opening with something about yourself that is relevant to the context or relevant with your opening. Because you are leading the conversation by example here. But at the same time, you're also providing the other person with more substance to use to respond to you. And you also give them more time to gather the thoughts so that they can respond to you. You help them out. But at the same time, as you are sharing more about yourself, as you are giving them a little bit more nuggets and increasing that into a deeper and deeper conversation, it also requires some cultural considerations, especially if the people, the person or the individuals you're speaking with come from a, a completely different cultural background from you. And this is extremely important now in this age where we are all in remote world. Zoom chats, Microsoft Teams, and so on, right? It is a greater and greater opportunity now that we are working in multicultural organizations, having cross-functional cross and, and international types of connections with other people, needing to make small talk with people that have completely different life experiences from our own. And this is a very complex way of navigating. It's a new terrain in today's working world. But I have a framework for how to do that. And if you're serious on learning this framework, on how do I navigate this international landscape, this virtual landscape as well, then I invite you to book a call with me. The link below this video, there's a, in the description, the first link below this video is a link to apply for my coaching program. This is an executive coaching program where if you are an established career professional and you want to take your career to the next level, you want to have personal growth, be able to make small talk, but have that small talk turn into leadership opportunities, then this is for you. Book a call with me and either myself or a member of, your, of my team will speak with you to seeing exactly how we can help you to take that to the next level. And I'm going to give you my strategies to help you to navigate exactly what you're learning here and even more so that you can master the skill of small talk, but of course, how to lead that into key conversations that influence people, that influence key stakeholders that have an influence on your professional future. Right, so that's step number three. And step number four is to approach this with compassionate curiosity. See, most advice out there on giving small talk, there's so much advice online about how do you make small talk? And most advice out there is all about asking open-ended questions. A lot of it, all the, a lot of articles or maybe even other videos talk about, well, in order to be good at small talk, you got to ask open-ended questions. Don't just ask questions that solicit a yes or no answer. Ask open-ended questions. And that is the advice out there generally. But I submit to you, it's not enough just to ask open-ended questions. It's not enough just to ask them. Haven't you ever noticed that sometimes you can ask an open-ended question and they can still give you a one-word answer? They can still give you a short answer and then it goes silent. And then what do you do next? So you see, it's not enough just to ask open-ended questions. The best open-ended questions are the ones that help you build common ground, right? Because most, one of the key behaviors of a leader is to be able to draw out the common concerns in the workplace. You're not just in small talk. You're not just talking for the sake of talking. You're talking to explore. You're talking to hopefully build a more meaningful relationship, in which case you can have deeper discussions. It's building a foundation of that trust. But in order to get there, in order to open it towards that direction, we must build common concerns. 
We must find these common concerns. But in order to find these common concerns, you must be genuinely interested in that question and therefore their potential response. And when you start to get asked questions, you're asking strategically questions that lead themselves to deeper and more meaningful discussions. Right? Leading, you got to think of it that way. This is a foundation. This is very purposeful. It serves a greater purpose. So how might I lead to deeper, more meaningful discussions? Another great way to do that is to ask for advice. You see, people feel good when talking about themselves. And asking for advice sometimes lends itself and opens the door to that opportunity that they get to share about themselves or their life experiences or their work experiences. So this is you giving them an opportunity to shine. And you can also use this as an opportunity to learn something new. When you ask advice, this is about you submitting to a coach, a teacher, and they become, un, they become unofficially kind of like a mentor to you, and they become invested then in your growth and your development. But of course, all the way through, make sure that you are exercising your sensory acuity. We all have it. Exercise your sensory acuity. This is where you got to be honing in into your listening, your observation, to pick up on cues where maybe you've overstepped some boundaries. Maybe you said something in a way that was not quite culturally acceptable, or maybe in a way that was not quite aligned with what they value. Or maybe they are confused and they didn't understand what you meant. We only pick up on these things when we exercise our sensory acuity. Right. So if you resonated with this, then give me a thumbs up. If this was helpful to you in any way, it's giving you some breakthroughs or maybe some learning ahas, then give me a thumbs up. 